So this is an interesting podcast, or at least I hope it's an interesting podcast, between myself and a gentleman named Aaron, who runs a video site on YouTube. And Aaron recently put out a video saying that I, Stefan, was only interested in the argument for morality and said that the argument for morality was the only thing that you needed and that there was no such requirement or no need to deploy the argument from effect and so on. And uh, this, not of course, is not my perspective or opinion, so we talked about a little bit, I mean, in a friendly way, on uh, the FDR boards. And then he came into the chat window and saw some people had called him a little bit shifty and was quite upset with them and called them uh, dishonest and, and bad and so on, that they should say these things directly to him. And, of course, I was a little bit confused because he'd put this video out which had mischaracterized my perspectives without checking with me first, and it's not, not like I'm the hardest guy in the world to get a hold of. And so when he put his opinions out to other people without verifying with me first, uh, that was fine, but then when other people in a chat window put out opinions about him, which he didn't agree with, they were bad and dishonest and so on. So we began chatting about it in the chat window, and I sort of felt my head starting to spin, and so we had a direct chat about it, which to me was very interesting, and I certainly do appreciate uh, his time and energy and attention in this conversation, um, which is the first user conversation that I've had where, well, you'll see. Uh, yeah, so sorry, the, the chat sucks for <laughs> for that kind of stuff. No, I, I totally confusing. agree, I totally agree. So uh, yeah, so just just my my point is that, and and I was not offended by your video, of course. I mean, I I appreciate the interest that people take in what it is that I'm putting out there. I guess I was just a a bit surprised, and I perhaps I just misunderstood what it is that you were uh, having a problem with with people in the chat window, because it seemed that you had a problem with them uh, talking about things that you believed or things that you thought. Without you, or without talking to you first, it's not about actually even talking to me first. That's not so much um, what would bother me, um, but the fact that I found it. You, you know, if you like walk in on people talking to you, I always think that like if if, you, if I ran into them talking about my ideas, totally cool, obviously. You know, if if they're talking about me personally, I'm not even going to get so offended um, if they didn't have a problem bringing it up to me. So there's other times I've been talking to uh, the other people that were talking about me, and they didn't bring up the stuff necessarily that they were talking about. Um, and uh, some of the information, for example, was false that they said. Um, I didn't see the whole conversation because, you know, when the chat comes up, you don't see all the previous stuff. So, you know, I was, I was kind of bothered, but then I, I wrote the reply to Nathan uh, right afterwards um, to his comments on my thread. And, you know, to me, I didn't want to get all you know, upset about it. But then I came back to the room because I was like, maybe someone's here because I am kind of bothered about this. And so the difference to me is like, if they would have said this in front of the room, if there's a room full of a thousand people and they said, well, Aaron, you're polyamorous, right? And if I was, and I was, I used to believe in polyamory, then I would say, yeah, I have no problem admitting that. You know, it's no big deal. But I'm not, so you know I wouldn't say that. So if it's in front of a thousand, a million people, and I'm right there, and I could just say, "Hey, no big deal. Um, I'm proud of who I am. I have no embarrassments about my character, and therefore, um, yes, I'm polyamorous, or no, I'm not, and I can address it on the spot." But when people won't or didn't talk to me or haven't talked to me about things that they are thinking about about my character, 
but they're willing to go to a private chat room and talk to other people that I'm dealing with or that I talk to, you know, then it's kind of offensive to me and it kind of hurts my feelings that people are willing to talk about me and my character, but they won't bring it up to me. And so therefore, yeah, that does, that does bother me. If they even made a whole thread called Aaron Psychology on your site, I would have a blast with it. I'd be like, cause I'm, I'm a weird guy. I really want to be psychoanalyzed. I feel like I do it to myself all the time and I have no one around me that, that I feel like has the intellectual capacity to truly psychoanalyze me in my situation and my childhood is a lot different than most people's from my perception at least. And so I'd love outside opinion on uh, my ideas. And in fact, several times I went to the chat room and it turned into let's psychoanalyze Aaron, which I loved. And I was like, cool, you know, and therefore, like to me, if they made a big threat, if they made a big video, like I, it's saying Aaron's polyamorous, I'd be like, whatever, I could just correct him real fast. And, you know, it's no big deal. But when they talk about me and talk about my psychology, but won't bring it up to me, it does hurt my feelings. Okay. I, I, I think, you know I, mean? I, I think I understand. The first thing I'll say is, for 50 bucks, I can totally set you up with a chat log history with IP addresses and possibly even home addresses. So we'll talk about this after the call. I'm just kidding, of course. Um, <laughs> okay, 75 bucks because you seem really passionate about it. But uh, okay, so what I, if I understand it correctly, it's not that people would, would say something to – so we got, we got three people and – one of them is you and two other people are talking about you. If you're not in the room, that's offensive to you. If you are in the room, that's enjoyable to you. No, no, no. Um, even though, yeah, it would be enjoyable to me if I was in the room. However, the only problem that I have is that they didn't bring it up. If they, if they talked about it thoroughly with me and said, this is what I think about Aaron, XXX, or Aaron, this, uh, meaning Aaron, uh, this, is, uh, this is what my impressions of you are, and they filled in the blanks. No problem. Cool. And then they brought it up on the side, or if they just thought I was an extremely dishonest person, and um, and therefore I couldn't be trusted, and therefore like they were afraid that I would attack them, but they were still interested in the topic and psychoanalyzing me, then I would say, cool, I understand that, but please confront me on why you think I'm dishonest, at least, and can't handle the information, or why you feel I will attack you. And then if I attack you, then it will justify it. But I don't believe I've ever, I mean, intentionally... I know my intentions have never been to attack any. I don't want to say I know. I don't believe okay. that. Let, sorry, I've ever sorry to be annoying. I got to just interrupt you for a second because you have a mouth that makes my motor mouth look like an old model T, <laughs> and I have a motor mouth, right? But if we could, because I, I, you, you, no you like spin up this amazing Tasmanian devil of language, and I don't know what the fuck is up halfway through, right? And that could just no be problem, like no old, and I'm slow, or whatever, right? So, so if we could just, just, uh, I just need to ask a couple of questions and if you could keep your answers short I'm not trying to corner you across I just want to understand right because I feel like I'm not really understanding so let's just try and simplify it so there's two people who are saying I actually think there was four people in the room doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter I'm just just break it down like I'm three years old right (laughs) like like I've stepped off the boat from Borneo or something right so let's just say theoretically there are two people in a Starbucks who were talking about you and one of them is saying, I think he's a polyamorist or whatever, right? Yes. Okay, so that bothers you if you walk in 
and you hear them talking about that with you. Uh, sorry, about I, about you. I, I, I would say no, and that it would just depend on the, the inferences and the statement if they're saying, just like if they were talking about me and they said, Aaron Strait. Obviously, they would... Oh, I need to keep it short. Obviously, they would not have a problem saying Aaron Strait because they would have no problem saying that to me. Um, and therefore, that's kind of the line that I'm talking about, is whether they would say it to me or not. So if they're talking to other people... If they talk, so if person A is talking to person B about you, and you walk in and hear. Oh, hi, sorry, uh, we lost a minute or so here of the chat, and then it continues. Okay, so, um, so we, and again, just we'll try and keep this simple because my, my old brain is hurting. We've got person A and person B in a coffee shop, and you walk in and they're saying, Aaron is a polyamorist, and that bothers you because they haven't talked about it with you directly. If they wouldn't talk about it with me directly or haven't, like if they've had the opportunity to talk about it with me directly and they choose to not do it even though it's on their mind, and they, but they're willing to talk to other people about it, then that would bother me. Okay, so if they could talk about it with you but they don't, they talk about it with other people. Now what if they could talk about it with you beforehand but they don't talk about it with you, but then they let you know afterwards what they were talking about. I would respect that. Okay, okay, I think I understand it. Now, when you came into the chat room and you saw that people had been talking about you, uh, was it confirmed, or like were they actually using your name, or did it just seem that way? Well, it seemed that way based off of statements that they made, and it was confirmed by uh, at least one or two people in that conversation. Okay, now, you like to be psychoanalyzed, and I am no psychologist, but let me just take my amateur swing at it. Uh, when did it bother you emotionally? Was it when you saw that they were talking about you? Uh, it bothered me, actually, with Nathan. I wish I had the comments, and I wish I would have saved them now, because it wasn't just about them talking about me. It was that I believe that I, I interpreted, and possibly falsely, that there were negative connotations um, coming from Nathan in particular, um, that it, it, like, I interpreted from the comments, and like I said, I wish I had him, that, yeah, this Aaron guy, I don't know what I think about him, he seems pretty shady to me, kind of comments. Um, not that it was just like, oh, Aaron's XXXX and having a logical discourse, but rather the inferences were negative about me, just kind of saying this guy seems like a pretty shady guy. Okay, and so you felt uh, emotionally upset when you read that, right? So, Correct. Uh, b but uh, before you confirmed whether they would talk about it with you directly or not, right? Um, per correct. Let, so, let me say, wait, though, wait, 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 no, 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 don't raise no. the world. Wait. Absolutely. <laughs> Save my poor brain. <laughs> so. Uh, sorry, if you're not talking, if you could mute, please. There are other people on the call. But, um, but, but that doesn't support your thesis, just logically, right? And again, I'm not saying you're lying or anything. I mean, I, I know that you genuinely believe it, but that doesn't support your thesis, right? Can you elaborate on what you mean? Sure. Um, well, if you say that you're not bothered if people – if you overhear people talking about you, then it doesn't bother you unless – or you're fine with it unless 
they then don't talk about it with you directly. Correct. But you and were bothered. I, I, wait, 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 sorry. Just, just. I, I'm not trying to cut you off because I don't want to hear. I just want to make sure that I understand um, what I'm saying, right? But if you're bothered before you can confirm whether they can talk about or will talk about it with you directly, right? Then it's not true. Uh, I mean, just logically, right? Again, I, mean, I know you believe it, and maybe it is true. This is just my crazy opinion or whatever, right? But it wouldn't seem to me to logically follow if you were bothered the moment that you saw other people talking about you, if you were bothered by that uh, right away without confirming whether they wanted to talk about it with you or not, then it would seem that that criteria wouldn't really matter, if that makes sense. Correct. Um you know, it wasn't just about them talking to me about me. In fact, there was several people. In fact, I, I want to say Greg or something that he might have said something just to the effect of, um, you know, I don't know. Aaron seems like a nice guy or something or just something like that. And obviously, I don't I don't know exactly what he said, but I was just like, oh, wow, that that seems friendly. I wouldn't have problems, like I said, if it was just psychoanalyzing me, even if they didn't bring it up to me. If a girl was talking about me and said, Aaron has pretty eyes, but didn't say that um, to me, I, I would not be offended. But if um, a girl that was supposedly, you know, I, I dealt with honestly, and I thought I, I had affection for that person, and they said something negative to me about me to several other people, now, if you believe that negative action, please bring it up to me. I, I would like to hear it. I would like to hear your criticism. But if you have something negative to say about me and you bring it up to other people without bringing it up to me, then I am likely going to be hurt. Okay, so if you have something negative to say, if someone has something negative to say about you and brings it up to other people before bringing it up to you, that's bad, right? I don't, it might be a time issue, just that they wouldn't bring it up to me, because maybe Nathan got the idea that I was a negative, shady person by reading my post, and he did not talk to me about it. However, um, I think... Sorry, sorry, I, I'm, just, I'm feeling a bit of a whirlwind again, and again, sure, this sure. may be just an old brain at 2 o'clock in the morning, but if I understood it correctly, what you said was, if... Someone says something negative about other people before, or sorry, something negative about me to other people before bringing it up with me, that would bother me. I, I believe so, yes. Okay. Now, can you understand why I would be a little confused that that would be a rule of offense and bad behavior and, as you said, dishonesty on the part of other people? The reason... I believe sorry, I sorry, sorry, sorry. Just, just short, based on that state. Sorry, just based on that statement that you made. Not all of the other six million considerations that that we've been talking. I do see about. why that conclusion that you make. I I do confirm. Yes. Okay, so uh, I mean, I think I have an idea how this all came about. Rightly or wrongly, I I I sit in my lair and I spin my theories. <laughs> you know me, right? So rightly or wrongly, I may have a thought that might be useful about how this all came about. But I think the important thing is just to sort of understand that if you have a rule, and you know me, Mr. UPB, right? I ride, I'll ride the UPB horse right off a cliff if I have to, right? Because <laughs> that's where I've staked my claim, right? But uh, if you have a rule which says if you talk negatively about someone to other people uh, before talking to that person directly, that I would be a little confused by that rule of yours, right? 
Oh. Why? Because of the video that you made. Oh, because therefore you're saying based off of my video that it is contradicting that statement, correct? It seems to me that that's my, that's my uh, understanding of it. Again, that's just a theory, right? I'm not gonna, I, haven't, I haven't clinched anything because you know, we're, just, we're just discussing, right? But it would yes. be a confusing rule for me to see you uh, inflict upon other people, if that makes sense. Well, uh, to me, if, uh, for example, if I felt there was a disparaging comment made to me about me, in a, or not even disparaging, just very negative, and I was in the chat room, I would not have a problem with it. And that's what I'm talking about, the video. Like, it was presented to you. It was presented to everyone. It was no, no, but after, right, after you published it, right? So you recorded it. Well, you came up with the thoughts. You wrote down the notes. You recorded it. And you published it. And, um, uh, and then you told me about it, right? I, I never told you about it. You, you saw it on your own. So you didn't tell me about it. I, I, what I, I'm trying to say is that since the video was public and I knew you would watch it because I put it, on, I made sure. In fact, the whole goal was to put it on a thread. It wasn't. Um, I did not even feel it was like negative to you. It wasn't talking about your character. Oh, it's, it that, is negative to me. But, oh, it, it. Look, I mean, with, with no prejudice and with no offense, it is completely not completely like damningly. But it is, it is negative towards me, for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, because I'm saying that you're contradicting yourself in some way. Well, no, 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 not in some way. In a very, very fundamental way. Absolutely. Right? Because, right, because you're saying that right at the core of my philosophy is, A, an outlandish statement, which is that there's no point doing any arguments from effect, and B, a massive inconsistency between my ideals and my practice, because you're well aware that I make strong arguments from effect. In fact, a Absolutely. third of the UPB book is tracing the arguments from effects that come from the argument from morality that UPB is based on, right? Yes, correct. Right, so, so not only are you, say, are you saying that uh, he has, like he's saying these outlandish things, but also what he does with his intellectual time and energy is completely at variance in, in massive ways to what he uh, preaches in the abstract, right? Man, you're making me sound brutal. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, look, I'm, I not, saying I'm not saying that, that you were a bad guy trying to get me. I'm like, honestly, I have no offense with what you're saying. No, I, I mean, people can, you know, if I got offended with everybody who said I was wrong, I, I'd never get out of bed in the morning. But, but what I'm saying is that that's what you put out there without talking to me first. So it's just kind of confusing to me when you then get mad at other people for saying something about you without checking with you first? It's, I, it's not so much about checking it with me first. For example, if Nathan, and I guess I didn't give him the opportunity to do this, but if Nathan, um, right after the conversation, came up to me and said, Aaron, I said these things, it's not that he's trying to keep the comments away from me. It's not that he's, uh, you know, he's being dishonest with me in any way. But it's, Aaron, sorry uh, to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. But you posted the video without telling me, right? Correct. Again, before the whirlwind starts, again, I'm sorry, I'm, just, I'm really going to sure. have to beg, uh, and I know it's tempting, right? And I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to get you or anything, I'm just genuinely trying to work on a theory here, which may or may not make sense, right? But if you say, well, if he'd come up to me right afterwards and said, well, I said this kind of stuff and so on, but that's not what you did, right? With me. Well, I, 
am I, I don't know if I'm interpreting it wrong because I had no problem. I, I in fact, wanted you to watch my video and uh, criticize my idea. Um, while I did not get that impression from Nathan's comments that he would feel free talking to me, while maybe my impressions are incorrect, I did get that impression. That's the difference. Okay, well, I, I, obviously I can't do much to debate impressions, right? I can sort of only go on the stuff that's, that's factual. But did you want me to watch your video or did you want me to critique your view or, or give you my feedback on your view? I, I would either, like when you saw my video, I was, I, I was hoping that you would point out my intellectual inconsistencies or tell me that what what you did is that I had the wrong impression and that I did not arrive at that you did not say those things. Um, well, but sorry, if ahead. you wanted me to give you my feedback on your thoughts, why publish a video rather than ask me to give you feedback on your thoughts? Because, as I actually said in the beginning of my video, which I'm not just saying, oh, as I said this, no. But <laughs> as I said in the beginning of my video, I'm talking about the ideas that you inspired me to think about. Even if I misinterpreted your ideas, I still wanted to talk about the ideas that we need to have a good understanding of, of human nature to be able to uh, live off of morality. And I thought that was an important point to make, whether or not it was in reference to your ideas, but your ideas inspired me. And I intention and I wanted to post it on the thread. In fact, that's the whole reason I made the video. And therefore, um, I, I made reference to you and what inspired me to think of these ideas. Well, I certainly appreciate being an inspiration and Lord knows there's lots of people around who, who inspire me as well. But there, there are two, but you did say that, uh, I said that only the argument for morality is, is, valid or valuable or whatever, right? I'm sorry? My understanding of the video was that you had said that I had said that only the argument for morality was valid or effective. Essentially, yes. I could elaborate on that, but I don't want to ramble on. Right. I mean, but that's, I mean, you can look at uh, both my actions and the books that you have very kindly and I think very intelligently reviewed. Uh, to see that that's not the case, right? I mean, that, that there's something that that would put you on that path of going down that road, which is Correct. contrary to the stuff that you've read directly, right? Because I, I basically say that moral systems are validated like scientific theories in practice, right? So I, and I, through the whole uh, third of, uh, the sort of last third of of uh, the, um, the UPB book, uh, I talk about, uh, that uh, you need to uh, put these things uh, into practice and we can look at uh, things in, in the effect that these ideas have in the world. And, of course, On Truth says, well, I have this theory about the ethical corruption at the root of family life, but the important thing is to test it by taking your parents for a spin through the magical land of what is morality and so on. So, I mean, the stuff that, that you have read, right? I mean, this is not... Uh, um, Correct. Right, so, so it would seem I like an odd perspective to get from that. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. I essentially pretty much believed that you were making contradictory statements from your uh, Rhodes video, your public education video, and not large ones. I love the videos for the most part, um, and even some other videos that, uh, that I thought you were saying, um, maybe incorrectly, obviously, that, you know, we don't need to, you know, we, you said something like, uh, we 
people learn all of this stuff on market, but once you have the argument for morality that I interpreted that you don't need to know any of that other stuff. Now, maybe I interpret it incorrectly, um, but therefore, when you said that, I was arguing against those statements. And also in a recent video, you pretty much said that you would go to someone pretty much after a little discussion about from the argument morality, say, well, you believe in holding a gun up to my head, and therefore I'm not going to associate with you. And therefore the whole argument with that person was based around morality, at least was my perception of your comments in that video. And so therefore, of course, we look at other sources, and it looks like you're validating it through um, other means other than just morality. And obviously, the whole um, VRO uh, thing is exactly doing that. Um, but it seemed like you were possibly contradicting those, had contradicting ideas within the videos and podcasts that I listened to, right, as right. opposed to, go ahead. Well, uh, let me just clear this one up because, I mean, I can, let's just, I mean, give you my perspective on, on what it is that I mean by by that. And, you know, maybe that will clear something up and maybe it will, you know, maybe I'll be wait, raising my own whirling dervish. Who knows, right? But but uh, my my perspective is this, that if you want to be in love with somebody romantically, let's say, then it's sort of important that they don't punch you on the first date, right? I mean, that, right. that would be a pretty important, like, there, there may be a long checklist after that, but that would be a pretty core one for me. Like, if somebody just keel-hauled me on, <laughs> on the first date, then I'd be yeah. pretty much backing away towards the door and calling security, right? So, so when I say that um, uh, there is a necessary but not sufficient cause of something, right? Um, uh, like, you need a lighter... Uh, to uh, to start a fire, but you know it doesn't mean if you have a lighter you'll get a fire because you might not have wood, right? But but so when I say that um, not hitting someone on the first date is a necessary but not sufficient condition for being in love, then that's sort of what I'm talking about with the argument for morality. Now, if somebody has the wonderful maturity to not punch you on the first date and, and, and furthermore is delightful and you know, good-humored and you know, smart and whatever things that you find attractive, then that's great, right? So what I'm sort of trying to point out with the argument for morality is saying that if somebody wants to debate with you, if somebody wants to present themselves as a civilized person who is going to ask you about how roads will be provided in the absence of a state, the first thing that you need to establish with them is are they willing to not advocate the use of violence against you, right? Because if they're not willing to drop the gun, then there's no, uh, there's no value. In fact, there's an enormous anti-value in pretending that it's any sort of debate, right? Now, if somebody's willing to say, yes, I do support the fact that you should live life without somebody sticking a gun in your face, then it's like, well, hey, you know, we're brothers. Let's explore the magical land of anarcho-capitalism and so on. But what people want to do, in my experience, and I've done this for years too, so this is not me in any high tower throwing aspersions down, but what people desperately want to do is they want to bypass the whole argument for morality and start arguing about roads and education, right? And that just doesn't work because libertarians have been doing that for 300 years, and it's gotten us precisely nowhere. In fact, we're further, we have a bigger state now than we, we ever did back then, right? So that's all I'm trying to say is that, look, I mean, you've at least got to both agree that violence should not be used to solve problems before you start talking about how 
pacifism can solve problems, right? I mean, and if you can't, that's why I say, look, if you can't get someone to agree that violence should not be used against you, the initiation of the use of force, then don't, don't, uh, uh, um, that's a good way of putting it, don't dress up their violence by pretending to debate, right? Now, I, I do understand what you're saying, but in a way, I still interpreted the same remark. Now, uh, I made a, in my thread, uh, you made, I made an argument of me debating a guy named Snuffleupagus. And um, in that, I, went, I said to the guy, hey, you know, are you willing to pretty much put a gun against my head to uh, have this war? And he, and he said, you know, I, really, I don't have the desire to put a gun against your head, but if we don't follow the laws, then we will have, uh, then our government will crumble. Then I said, well, what's wrong with that? And they said, pretty much everyone will eat babies and punch kittens and everyone will die to death. So they had a false dilemma, that uh, a false dichotomy, believing that their choices were, um, they could be, if they follow the moral laws that I was suggesting, um, then they would be advocating their own destruction. And that's why uh, when you say, for example, if I go to Snuffleupagus and say, hey, Snuffleupagus, um, don't, do you want to shoot me in the head? He says, yeah, no, but I mean, if my other choice is to uh, encourage my own condemnation and death, then I, I'll put a gun up against your head, but I don't want to put a gun up against your head. And therefore, he is advocating pretty much to use force against me, but it's not that he wants to use force against me. It's that he does not know another way. Well, um, that's, I mean, that's, a, I mean, this is, the, that's an interesting objection, of course, right? I mean, you're a very smart fellow, and, and this is the argument, like, I don't want to torture you, but I think you have <laughs> information that I need, so let's jack up the thumbscrews and go to town, right? So, exactly. um, and, and if that torturer knew that there was, <laughs> this is stupid argument, knew there was another way to get the information or do what he has to do, and did not want to torture the guy, then maybe he would be willing to listen to the, those ideas and then realize that it's not a false dichotomy, it, you know what I mean? That it's not just the choice of, you know, abolition of the, you know, government and everyone dies to death or, you know, the other choice of, uh, right. you know. So. Well, I mean, but, but, but the, uh, the, the way that I would approach this, and I'm, if you want to role play, we can role play, we can just pretend, right? But the way that I would approach someone like this, if somebody makes to me, a knowledge claim which says, I have exhausted all other possible options and putting a gun to your head is the only way to ensure world peace, then I would say, okay, step me through this enormous amount of time and learning and investment that you've put into exploring the alternatives. And I would have that person instruct me. Now, if that other person said, well, okay, I've never looked it up, right? Then I know that they're just making up nonsense because... They kind of do have a desire to put a gun against my head, right? Like they're just Absolutely. making up some big justification, right? Like if Absolutely. someone, sorry, if someone says, "Well, we got to torture this guy, Bob, because you know he knows where the ticking bomb is under the Statue of Liberty," right? And and then you say, "Okay, well, um, <laughs> uh, how many other people have you tortured and not gotten good information from?" And they say, "Oh, the last five thousand guys we tortured, we got nothing from," right? Yeah. Then they say, "Okay, well, why is this guy going to be any different, right?" So if, if there's a pattern that people, like if people haven't invested the energy into looking into the alternatives, but they claim that those alternatives are incredibly dire, then they're not interested in the alternatives. They're just using the alternatives to justify violence, if that makes sense. I, usually I use my own self as a testing ground. When I was 19 and I first read a book called Libertarianism, a Primer uh, by David Bowes, 
I, or when I first heard about libertarianism, I was like, whoa, that seems cool, the idea of freedom, but it just doesn't seem like it could work because of the, I went through public schools and my parents are Democrats and Republicans, my da- now my dad's an anarcho-capitalist, but, um, but at the time, you know, all I heard was government propaganda and it didn't seem like it would work, you know? So I was like, okay, yeah, I want to advocate freedom. Obviously, then I read books, but I imagine if, if I imagine someone like you coming up to me when I was 19 and I was like, well, how could this work? And then you, uh, what I was imagining is you saying, it doesn't matter how it can work. Are you willing to put up a gun against my head? I don't, I don't want to put up a gun against your head. I really don't. No, no, but see, but, but see, but see once you know it, once you say, like, I mean, as you know, I've put out like a, over 1,100 videos and podcasts, right? So I'm not just about, and they're not all just saying, no guns, no guns, no guns. <laughs> like, it's not all work and no play makes Daffodil Boy written over and over again in the yeah. mad hotel on the hill, right? But yeah. if you say to me, well, of course I don't want to put a gun against your head, but I don't know how else things could conceivably work, that's... That's one. Then, of course, hey, you know, we're brothers. Let's explore this wonderful land together, right? Absolutely. But that's not what Snuffleupagus—that's not what Snuffleupagus was saying, right? What he was saying is, regretfully, I must put a gun to your head because it's the only way to secure world peace. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but even Snuffleupagus, um, yeah, you know, I, I've—I like to think I'm a pretty convincing guy, and I've convinced pretty much all of my friends to at least be libertarians. And, of, you know, I've ran into the situation where they were like, I don't see how it's possible. It just, you know, I have to put a gun against your head. And then I gave them books such like Atlas Shrugged or Economics in One Lesson or whatever. And then they read it and they were like, wow, I see the difference. And so they just had to be shown that, you know, guns don't have to be the way to force people to do things. We can do things voluntarily. And so even with Snuffleupagus, I would ask more probing questions to see if he was actually willing to live in freedom. Um, rather than because he he doesn't believe me. Everything he's heard from every single person his whole life has been anti-freedom. And now this one loony anarcho-capitalist comes up and says something, and he just goes, how could you, out of everyone else, this little 24-year-old guy, have the truth? And so he's going to doubt me at first, but as I show him, he might be able to, it's Nephilopagus, even after what Nephilopagus said, he might be willing to say, okay, I see what you mean. Well, sure. So, yeah, now, but you can still, sorry, you can still use the argument for morality with him, though, right? Absolutely. And, and I, I, it's sorry, sorry. Let me let me just let me just explain what I mean by that, and I'll I'll do it briefly. I don't want to keep you up all night, but but the way that uh, you could also because the thing I'm concerned about is that libertarians have just you know run themselves completely ragged, learning every conceivable goddamn non-state solution to every conceivable problem. You know, how will milk get pasteurized in the absence of a government and so on, right? I mean, it all gets very silly. And so, you know, my concern is that we, we sort of get our questions and we go to the library and we research and then we come back and people give us more questions and we go to the library and meanwhile, you know, we slide into fascism, right? So, Absolutely. So the way that I would also work with this guy, and I won't go into the whole argument, but it's just something, it goes a little something like, uh, uh, okay, so your premise is that um, violence must be used in order to stop violence, right? Uh, and that the ending of violence is a very good thing, right? And then you'd say, okay, well... 300 million people over 300 million people murdered over the past uh, century and a half we've got world war 1 we've got world war 2 we've got like if uh, you could just chisel at him without having to go into any libertarian theory about whether violence is in fact uh, being minimized uh, as a whole and also what you can say is what is it that you can get him with the democratic conundrum right so you say well what is it that allows 
some people to use guns and other people not to use guns. And he's going to get stuck because he's going to say, well, it's consent, right? Because yeah. if it's not consent, then we just live in a prison, right? And you know, whatever theories we come up with are nonsense, right? But he's yeah. going to have to say it's consent, right? And uh, so he says, well, you consent to the government. Yes, I consent to the government. Well, you're then <laughs> saying that some people can uh, use guns um, because other people consent that they use those guns. But if other people consent that they use those guns, why do they need the guns, right? Like, if you right. think that the woman is making love with you voluntarily, and that's what your claim is, but the video shows you holding a knife to her throat, then it's rape, right? <laughs> Whether you like it or not, right? So, again, you don't need to... Uh, I'm just saying that the argument from effect is great once you get over the hump of it's a desirable goal, right? And, and the worst-case right. scenario is where you say, okay, so you genuinely believe that the state is necessary... If I convince you that the state is not necessary, will you drop your advocacy of it, right? And, and if people say, well, yes, I just can't for the life of me imagine, blah, 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 then sure, we can go into some argument from effects, but only if they judge it a worthwhile goal in the beginning, if that makes sense. I concur with that. I agree. So, so would you like me to, to give you my spinny little nonsense theory about what may have happened for you in the chat room? Absolutely. Well, I think this is my my perspective um, because I, I had talked to you earlier about uh, credibility uh, just on that thread, right? Correct. That intellectual credibility, and I, look, I'm not saying I have a huge stack of it sitting in my <laughs> in my garage or anything, right? But let's just say I've worked pretty hard, and and of course, what I'm doing at the ripe old age of 41. Uh, and what I started, I guess, about two and a half years ago was the fruit of like 25 years almost of thinking about this stuff, right? So I, I had some chances to work stuff out. Doesn't mean that everything I've said is true. <laughs> By God, no, right? Doesn't mean that everything I've said is perfectly consistent. But I I don't think I've missed any of the basics. That's my perspective. That's my opinion, right? Maybe I have. But I've tried to work from first principles and, you know, keep them consistent. And people will find quotes that don't make sense. But then you look in the larger context and it does and so on, right? So intellectual consistency is a really, really hard-won virtue, right? Now, if you put – this is just my perspective. Again, I, you know, whatever videos make you happy, you know, <laughs> go to town. But, but um, if you put a video out that to people who have you know, steeped themselves fairly deeply in this conversation, this, let's just say – I don't even know what to call it, right? the Freedom Radio conversation or whatever, right? If you put a video out that criticizes a very core thing and accuses me of some fairly shoddy intellectual practices, and again, I'm not saying that you're doing any of that consciously or maybe you don't mean that intentionally, but that's what I and some other people got from the video, rightly or wrongly, who knows, right? But if you put something out there saying, I found a core contradiction or a core weakness in Steph's philosophy – then, of course, people who have invested <laughs> a lot of time and energy and money in what it is that, that I'm generating will look upon you uh, as a challenger, right? I mean, and that's great. I mean, Lord knows I'm trying to take the crown from Ayn Rand, so you know, <laughs> whoever gets it next will <laughs> probably poke me in the eye, right? But So they're going to look and say, okay, well, this guy's calling staff out, right? And, and that's fine. I mean, that's 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 great. That's... <laughs> That's good stuff, right? I, Lord knows I called out Ron Paul and every libertarian on the planet, so I can't complain if someone does it to me, right? Correct. But if you 
call me out and you don't have um, evidence and, and proof, then you're going to lose credibility just here, right? And, and let's just talk about the FDR thing, right? Just here, right? And this is yeah. just about l- sort of figuring out how you land for other people. And I, I mean, you may have great and deep understanding of how you land with people as a whole, but we're a kind of <laughs> pretty intense philosophical community, <laughs> as I'm sure you're aware, right? And that doesn't mean that people act maturely. God knows it doesn't even mean that I act maturely sometimes. But, but you know, we are on a mission, right? <laughs> You know, for better or for worse, this is what we've, uh, what we've thrown a lot into trying to do is erase the logic and awareness of, of, of people's thinking and so on. So if you're going to, you know, walk up to, to me and smack me with a big iron gauntlet, people are going to be like, ooh, great, you know. <laughs> but, you know, this is going to be great. I want front side seats, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and if, but if you don't land a punch, right? Uh, and uh, look, maybe you're right, but I think in that video, right, not, I don't think you made a strong enough case, right, and not compared okay. to some of the work that I've put into UPB and stuff like that. It's just my opinion, right? Maybe you have. But, okay. but, but what happens then is that if you um, uh, take me on or take on the ideas that I put forward and you don't land a good punch, then either you say, oh, crap, you know, <laughs> You know, you you sort of stop and you say, okay, well, um, if uh, if I'm wrong about what Steph's put out, then I should take this video down and instead I should have a debate with Steph because I know God knows he debates with everybody and everybody, right? So uh, yes. I'm sure we can work that out, right? Did so, you need the response? Uh, so so anyway, so but but if you don't, but if you come by uh, to to the board, right, where people are heavily invested in this conversation, and you don't notice that. You you haven't made a strong enough case uh, to 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 call me out in terms of core contradiction, inconsistency, and so on. And you don't notice that, and you've also published it without talking to me. Again, I'm not hard to get a hold of, right? This is what I do full time. Okay. <laughs> and certainly, if people are putting videos out, I'd like to talk to them, <laughs> right? Not not to condition it. It's just you know, you know, get my side in or whatever, right? Okay. So, I mean, not in terms of reviewing the books, because there's no point. I mean, they're about the books, not about me, right, or about my ideas, right? right? So it's frozen in time, and so your opinion would never interfere with that. But if you sort of wanted to get a perspective, and I'm not justifying, I don't know what people said in the chat room, and I'm not justifying any of that, but I think that what happened was that I think you went fairly far in terms of putting the video out and Again, I don't care. I mean, it's fine with me, right? And do what you like. But in terms of coming over and having credibility with people, that's not going to serve you well. And I say this, you know, friend to friend. Right? I don't say this because... You know, I, I understand. And I don't take it as an insult. However, I actually disagree with a lot of what you're saying now. Um, have sure. you ever read any book by John Holt? I have not. Absolutely amazing books. I've read Instead of Education, How Children Learn. I can't... Like, Amazing. And um, in How Children Learn, he talks about how children learn. And the, and the way that children learn with language, which you probably won't agree, is just by testing it. It's going out and hearing a word, thinking it's, it means a certain thing, and testing that idea. And so I, I truly believe in the work philosophically. In fact, I made a thread about two hours ago pretty much saying exactly why I disagree with what you and Nathan were saying about um, credibility, pretty much and that I still 
somewhat disagree with you on this, and that is um, that I believe people should go out and test their ideas and challenge them and put out their put out videos, put out things doing that. And and I, I try to make a point, you know, I'm not publishing something. And in fact, if I had to fact check everything that I said in every one of my videos, I would like and know that every single word meant a certain thing. I would likely lose total interest in making videos. What I want to do is put out the perceptions in my mind, the thoughts that I have. And if they are wrong, I want to hear them and I will submit in a second to the person that shows me that they are wrong. Okay. And, but if they can't show me they're wrong, cool, and I will admit to it, this is just a random guy talking like in a logical conversation. If someone comes into the chat room and says, Steph, I believe I see this contradiction, please tell me where it's at. Now, if, if he, you know, in front of, you know, a bunch of people says, hey, Steph, I believe I see this contradiction, now tell me where it's at. Now, I don't consider myself a journalist. I'm some guy putting up ideas on a video, and this is what I tried to emphasize. It's not me publishing a, a, something. It's, it's me saying, my interpretation of something is this. I so welcome you because all I'm trying to do is I don't live by objective, by no one around me, like I don't feel like has the intellectual power to really challenge my ideas. And so like going on YouTube is so ideal because um, people have the intellectual abilities to challenge me and even the same premises. And therefore, if I say, oh, this is a new idea I have, um, which I like to think pretty much every one of my videos isn't just viewing something that I read, but a brand new idea that I bring to the table, then people can go through my ideas and criticize them. I don't even try to get viewers. I don't care who watches me. If I have, you know, 20 viewers that they're contributing to me and saying, this is what I think you're wrong, Aaron, I'd be like, great. And so therefore, to me, I'm going to post what I believe my impressions are. And if someone says, Aaron, that's wrong, I didn't say that, or if Aaron, someone says, uh, you strawmaned Ayn Rand, you know, which uh, there's someone now saying that I did strawman Ayn Rand in one of my videos criticizing Ayn Rand, um, then wonderful, and I, I will absolutely say I'm wrong. And I've known in past videos there's things that I, I disagree with now that what I believe. But the thing is, is it's where I'm able to grow. It's where I'm able to put out my ideas and have people criticize them. I mean, now I can actually go to the to the uh, forums. Now I can go to the chat room and actually have some of my ideas criticized. But previously, all I had was YouTube. There's nowhere else I could go in the world to just have someone challenge my ideas, have someone show me how my ideas are straw man because I misinterpreted something. And therefore, to me, my YouTube videos aren't about publishing something that's like, you're wrong, Steph, and everyone in the world see. No, it's just like, this is my interpretation of reading it. Please tell me what you think. And as I said in the, in the threads and two of my posts, is really my, my, all of my videos are just question marks. It's saying, this is my ideas. What do you think? And, and, and in the description on my profile, it says, I'm throwing out a bunch of ideas, just whatever comes to mind um, yeah, on you know, things. And so tell me what you think. I'm interested in your ideas. And therefore, to me, to have to build up some strong case and, and, and get some uh, you know, research, to me, it's, the research is the videos. That is the research. And it's not, it, just like if I talk to you and ask you a question, that's the research. And my videos are the question. My videos are me saying, where am I wrong? And that's why, to me, if someone says, you know, hey, you should, you know, talk to people before publishing it, first of all, everyone subscribed to me. I'm sure most of them are subscribed to you anyways. And could, you know, several on my site criticized me, and the thread they criticized me. Wonderful. You were the, actually the only one that criticized me and said that I just misinterpreted you. Um, and so I, I'm so willing to hear that I'm wrong. And, and, but the thing is, is if I can't, if I have to research thoroughly everything that I say to make sure it's, it's scrupulous, 
then I, I'm just going to become disinterested in, in talking on YouTube because I like just like, oh, here's a new idea, work it out a little, spend a day or two thinking about it, put, put it up there, and people criticizing my idea, and that's what I consider it to be. And therefore, if someone says, Aaron, for asking questions, for challenging your perceptions of something that you don't have credibility, then I'd say, I'm sorry, I don't have respect for that idea, which is exactly my last uh, post on that thread, saying uh, when Nathan said, hey, Aaron, you said this, and uh, and when you, because I replied to you after you said, um, you know, Aaron, you need to build your credibility, I responded to you saying, actually, you know, I, the only thing I claim to have is intellectual honesty. I don't claim that I'm right. All I claim is that I'm intellectually honest, and if someone shows me I'm wrong, I will say I'm wrong. Um, that is the only credibility I desire. I do not desire to be right. I do desire to be right, but it's not like, you know, I need to be right. And therefore, to take that away from me, to start thinking of YouTube as a place where I'm publishing things, it makes me not that interested in YouTube anymore. Well, I appreciate your perspective. I really do. And, uh, I mean, obviously, the last thing that I want to do is to interfere with your self-expression, which is why, obviously, I had no problem with you putting the video out. What I am saying, though, is that that won't work at FDR. It won't. I mean, and, and you know that because you've read UPB, which is where I, like, painfully, right, dra raise the Titanic of morality with, like, one bubble and Nemo from Finding I Nemo. I disagree. I, that's what people do every day in the chat room. That's what you were having a conversation with a guy about Christianity. He was putting his ideas out there, and you were criticizing. That's exactly what it was. And if someone has a question about something, they post it on the board. Or if someone says, I believe this and posts it, it on the board, and everyone tells him he's wrong, and he goes, I am uh, then eventually says, okay, I see what you're saying, I'm wrong, I'll admit to it. I believe that's absolutely appropriate at Free Domain Radio, and if it's not, then I would question Free Domain Radio. That's not Oh, but those people, I mean, those people if, if their perspective is, my opinions count, not the facts, then they, I mean, they will, they're free to post, right? But what I want to give you, at least in my opinion, is the possibility of real credibility, of real traction with people. Because I think the you all, have... The only, the only credibility sorry, just, just I let, desire... Let me, finish, let me finish, if you don't mind. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I, think, I, mean, I think you're a great communicator. I think you're a great speaker. I think that you're a very, very smart fellow. And if I go to a physics conference, to take a ridiculous example, if I go to a physics conference and talk about a dream I had last night, I may be very entertaining and they may laugh, but they won't take me seriously as a physicist, right? Okay. And okay. again, I'm not saying that this is a direct parallel or whatever, but if you're going to talk about your opinions, then a philosophy site is not going to grant you the credibility that I think you could relatively easily get. Okay. And, and which would be much more satisfying for you. Would be much can more me, satisfying for you. I would, me, I'm I, just putting it out there. Yeah. I, I teach a class. Um, I'm, I, I was a music major in college. I teach a musical theater class. I own a business, too. And, and in that musical theater class, um, obviously, you know, most of them are middle school aged, and uh, I encourage them to challenge everything I say. And if they have an opinion that contradicts mine, bring it up in class. I, have, I would love to answer your criticism. Please do not believe anything I say. But if, you like, if I say, hey, try it this way, and you like it better another way, tell me I like it better this way and justify your ideas, and we'll have a logical discourse on, on the better way. Now, uh, therefore, that's what I believe a proper classroom should be. And sorry, I'm not sorry, sorry to interrupt classroom. you. I've got to interrupt you, though, because that is entirely appropriate for musical theater. 
Of course. Okay. I mean, I went to theater school and I know that the improv, and it's great fun, right? That is entirely – because there's no right way to write a poem. There's good poems, there's bad poems. There's no right way to write. I mean, you can't – it's not objective, right? It's not uh, – it's There not, are it, right ways to – there are right ways to do things in theater. If someone's not facing the audience, that is wrong um, for a certain – perspective it's it's wrong theater etiquette now if he no no it can be great theater etiquette it can be great theater etiquette if you're trying to achieve a particular effect to alienate the audience for a short monologue or something i've seen hamlet where hamlet delivers to be or not to be staring straight at the back of the stage a stage it gives you goosebumps because it's just a weird choice right Uh, so there's there's lots and lots of possibilities i've been in a play where um uh, the audience sat on the stage and the play took place in the seats Right, so there's yes. there's so many things that you can do that are just wildly creative and imaginative, but that's Correct. not but philosophy. If if I was in a physics class and someone says, you know, and some and I'm teaching a physics class and I really like physics, and someone stood up and said something, well, using my, you know, I I think I believe that um, acceleration is not meters per second per second, but rather meters per whatever, whatever. I would say, okay, what's your justification for saying that? And I would say, okay, well, this is why I disagree with you, and I'd go through the conceptual exercises. Now, physics, now, if he went up there and said, oh, you're full of bull crap and everything else, but if he just said, this is what I believe based off of this evidence, then I would say that's an absolutely appropriate thing to do in a physics class or a math class or any sort of class. And right. therefore, Do you if want I, to be a student or do you want to be a teacher? That's my question. I want to, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I only want to be a student. Okay, well then there's no problem, right? But then you won't get the credibility, right? Because if I if I stand up in a physics class and say I don't think that acceleration is meters per second per second, but I think it's a blonde tangerine, and again this is an exaggeration, right? Then people may laugh and they may find me entertaining, um, and the the teacher may be nice, but I'm just wrong, right? Correct. However, and I haven't done my and I haven't done my homework. Like if I show up at physics and uh, and state my opinions without having done my homework, then the teacher may be nice about it, and everyone else may be nice about it. But nobody's going to respect me as a physicist, right? Not. It depends on on what level you're doing it at. If the teacher stands up and, and say you're in that class in physics, and the teacher stands up and says, "Okay." Um, you know, this acceleration meters per second per second. Um, and right then you, you think about it and you're like, you stand up and say, I don't see that. I, I, I see this and say that's your opinion. Now, I'm, I have no desire to write books in my life. I think I'm a smart lad. My philosophy is for me. Um, I, I do desire to teach, uh, to, for, I don't desire to teach other people. I do desire to share my ideas and have people around me with similar ideas where they can challenge my ideas and I can challenge their ideas. Do I desire to teach per se? Not so much. I, um, you know, actually one of, I made a video a while ago criticizing, um, your idea from the Harry Brown approach, um, from like how I found freedom and unfree world about changing the world. And I just listened to your podcast on that recently. Um, and to me, um, you know, I, I have philosophy for me, and if we change the world, then that's wonderful because my life will be so much better for that. But my true goal is to, to for my own personal freedom, and I think you do a beautiful job with that. And um, and I respect psychologically, you've inspired so many ideas of mine. Um, however, to me, I'm not trying to change the world per se. If I can change the world, if I become rich, and I can. Uh. 
give you a million dollars because I'm a billionaire? I'd say, sure, because maybe, you know, we can, uh, we can change the world. Maybe it's possible. But right now in my life, I, it's, it just doesn't seem worth it. I've made a lot of videos on activism talking about this and everything else. And so therefore, I desire to learn philosophy to challenge my ideas. So if everyone, I don't care if everyone at Free Domain Radio thinks I have no intellectual credibility except one thing, intellectual honesty. That is the only credibility I desire. I don't think if, the, the, like, if, if, they, if I say, I interpreted this stuff, said this, what do you guys think? And they say I'm wrong? Great, wonderful, I want that. But if I say something, um, I'm not going to research something that you said, you know, for 18 hours before going to the web, before going to the chat room, just to make sure. No, part of the research is going to the chat room and seeing what other people say about my ideas. Part of the research is posting my video on YouTube and seeing where people have criticized my ideas. And later, if I'm so solid in my ideas, I'm 24, if I'm so solid in my ideas, then I can be a teacher. I am not a teacher because I, while I think I have great ideas and I can show so many things, I haven't solved it all yet. And once I solve it all, then I will become a teacher, but I haven't yet. And all I'm looking for is to Okay, you got to stop. You got to stop. Look, I'm serious. Okay. You got to stop because you're just whirling dervishing me, right? And you give me, a, frankly, with all due respect to your intelligence, you give me a bunch of nonsense, right? Of course, nobody's got it all figured out and nobody's asking you to do 18 hours of research, right? Like you're building a case here against an imaginary enemy, right? And the reason that I'm skeptical about this live and let live philosophy, and it doesn't matter if you're incorrect, and it doesn't matter if you make mistakes, is that's not how you came into the chat room tonight, is it? What do you mean? Well, you oh. came in calling people into the dishonest. No, I, I understand I've what you're saying. I've got it right here. I've got it right here on the screen. Absolutely. I did say that. I so you want Mr. Live and, let's li live and Let Live and be curious about people making mistakes and you can call uh, acceleration other things and, you know, because they're just putting their ideas out. And so what if they're wrong, right? You came in and said it's bad what they're doing, it's dishonest and blah, 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 right? But the, the dishonest, I told you the only thing I care about is intellectual honesty. Is but I don't know what intellectual honesty means. Okay. Because they were being honest. I'm not saying they're right, but they, these people in the chat room, if they had negative thoughts or opinions about you, they were being honest about that with each other. True. So who are you to tell them that they're wrong and they're bad? Um, I believe that I have a moral system that is uh, more objective. and not, not more objective than them. I'm not trying to claim more objective than them, but I'm, I have a moral system, as you do, that is based off of objective re reality and that we can... Uh... No, 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 no. You can't bring in objective reality after telling me that this is theater school thing where you can just, you know, be an explorer and children learn by experimenting and this and that, right? Absolutely. They're experimenting, it, it, right? But it, it, I think experimenting is important to learn. This is like what I was talking about with the John Holt experimentation. I know, I understand it, that. But when you come in with very rigid, moralizing judgments about other people... Right, And then when I try to apply standards of intellectual honesty, which is maybe have a 10-minute conversation with Steph before putting a video out, and you're like, no, I've got to be free, I've got to breathe, I've got to communicate, I've got no, to be no. who I am, I don't want too many facts, I don't want to do research, and so on, right? But when the other people then say something that you don't like about you, you get kind of puritanical on their ass, right? No, no, I think that... I, you I do, you do. Uh, Look, you can either take this feedback or you don't. I'm not going to fight with you about this because I saw it on the screen. I will... I, right? I'm you, you can either, you can either listen to it 
or not. I'm not going to fight you about it, right? I'm giving you this feedback. Maybe I'm completely full of nonsense. I'm perfectly, perfectly willing to accept that. Maybe I'm calling up, down, and black, white, right? But what I saw and what I experienced doesn't mean it's right. It's just my opinion, my, my thoughts, and my experience is that when you came in, you were kind of mad, well, you were mad, and you were putting some pretty heavy terms around, like people were being dishonest, right? And bad, okay. right? I said I believe, even though, yes. Yeah, come on. I mean, you and I both know that you were mad and you were using the moral swing, right? Yes. Right. So, you know, it, it's kind of hard for me to... You, you, you can either, like, I, it seems to me that when other people do things that you consider bad, you can call them bad. Right, and, but then when you that. when you make mistakes or you get things wrong, and if they're wrong about you, they're wrong about you, and I'm sure they are. But if you then make mistakes and get things wrong, it's like no, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> you know, and I don't think it's because you're a bad guy or anything, and I could be totally wrong about all of it, right? But this is why a number of people in the in the chat and and also what I experience is our heads start spinning, right? Because you you have these two poles, and maybe more yeah. than two. Lord knows we all do, right? But you have these two poles, right? Like on the one hand, you're like, well, it's bad to do this and these people should not be doing this and it's dishonest and this and that, right? But then when people point out inconsistencies in you, you're like, no, 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 I'm totally free and I'm you know, I just no. exploring and this and that. Do you, see the, you're, 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 you see those two poles? That's all I'm asking. Okay. I, I see what you're saying, but you're getting my... What I was upset about them was not that they got incorrect information. I'm not upset that they got incorrect information. But no, 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 you're splitting hairs. You called them dishonest and bad. But but it's not because they said... It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why. The fact is that you have rigid moral standards when you're upset, but then when other people get upset with you or try to apply those same standards back, you get kind of loosey-goosey, right? I'm just pointing this out. It doesn't mean anything. It may not even be true. I understand. I honestly, I hear what you're saying, but I do not see the connection um, that I, I really, I, I desire to objectively be, and I'm so willing to say I'm wrong. I'm so willing to say it. I, I, I don't make the connection, and I could show you what I believe the difference is. No, it, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter, right? Because I've seen, right, so when I say there are standards of, of, of accuracy that are very easy to attain with a few minutes' conversation with me or just looking at the body of the work that I've done, stuff that you've read, Right? There's just there's a very nobody's saying eighteen hours, it's just a moment's reflection about the stuff that you've already read, about the stuff that you posted about me, right? Right? So so there's no that that standard, you say, Well, I don't want that standard, right? That standard is like that would make YouTube no fun for me and I'm exploring and I'm playing around and this and that, right? And that's fine. I mean I got no problem with that. But then when other people do something you don't like, you come down like, that's bad, that's dishonest, that's wrong, I'm, right? I'm not claiming moral relativism on myself, but then moral absolutism on other people. At least I don't You see... didn't come into this chat with any curiosity about why people were doing what I they were doing. I absolutely did. Let, let me... Oh, dang it, I closed it. Um, I came into the room and I said, I feel, I feel bothered. That's the first thing I said, was I feel bothered. And the second thing I said was, I... I, I, if, if someone would scroll up to the top of the screen, I believe um, that, uh, because I even tried to use your RTR no, no, I saw, I saw all of that. I saw all of that. I really did, right? And then stuff went on in, a, in another chat window. I just opened that ch chat window, and you were calling people dishonest or saying what they were doing was dishonest and bad and so on, right? 
he, they asked me what my pretty much asked me what my interpretation of the system was and why I believed that I was upset. And I said, I believe that I am upset because I feel like people were talking negative about me in a dishonest way. That yes, but Aaron, I Aaron, Aaron, I asked you, and again, I'm just I'm pointing this out, and I just just feedback, right? Whether it works or not, right? But I asked you what the rules were, and you said the A member person A person B in the uh, in the Starbucks, right? And you over here, and you gave some very clear rules about what was acceptable and what was not acceptable, what was right and what was wrong, what was offensive right. and what was not, right? So it wasn't. This is this is a belief structure that you have that people have to meet certain standards in order to be good people, right? I believe everyone has this structure that I am condoning. That what I am ups- was upset about what I perceived to be going on in that chat room, which I may right, be wrong. Right, but you in my have perception. objective standards about right behavior, right? Correct. Which people have to meet, or they're not good people, right? Uh. They can make mistakes. I'm not. I'm not saying. Yeah, of course, of course, right? Right. But then, right. See, and this is all I'm pointing out, right? I'm not going to beat my head against the wall. You either going to accept it or not. And by accept it, I don't mean that you believe it, right? But you're either going to hear what I'm saying or not, right? But then, when I pointed out ways in which you didn't meet some basic standards of, I would call it intellectual honesty when talking, when making claims about another person's belief system which could be very, very easily figured out by you. I mean, you're easily, easily smart enough, right? Then uh, then it was like, well, no, no, I, I just explore. I don't, right? Then the standards don't apply to you, right? No. It, it, okay. the, the, but, the but that's all I'm saying. It's, that's why people's head spin um, that, that, that I've seen uh, talking with you, that my head spins, right? Because it seems, yeah, I, it just seems to me, right, that, that you have some pretty rigid standards for other people, but then when standards are applied to you, you're like, well, no, I'm loosey-goosey and I'm, you know, whatever, right? Absolutely not. That's not. I understand that people might perceive that. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to distract from that. But um, I, I, I would love to know why I'm wrong, and and I don't know what I missed. I feel like we we, we skipped something because I'm confused because I don't know how I'm contradicting myself, and I feel maybe you misinterpreted something I said. But I'm feeling really confused and kind of some anxiety right now um, because I I don't know. Like I really tried. I believe. I'm handling this as objectively as I know how to, and just saying that, like, I I don't know how to handle this any better, but I want to, a conclusion. I don't want to just say, let's agree to disagree, you know. Um, I would like to know why I'm wrong if I'm wrong. I, I really do. But, like, to me, to, to if I if I have a perception of something, to have to look that up everywhere before I present my ideas to someone, instead of really just presenting, say, this is my perception um, to other people... And let them criticize. Yeah, my but they ideas. were just saying I, this is my perception of Aaron, and it was bad. Absolutely no, 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 no. That's not what I was upset about. Absolutely not upset about. Okay. If yes, I you felt- were because I asked you. Sorry, this is where you just you're not following the conversation, right? And and this I understand. This is an area I believe where you're very defensive, right? Again, okay. maybe you feel anxiety because I'm being horribly manipulative and the evil cult leader that some people think I am, and that's fine. I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> totally possible, but. I asked you when you felt upset, and you said when I saw them saying negative things about me. 
Correct, but it wasn't because they were saying negative things about me per oh, se. Oh, Lord, you are a hair splitter. <laughs> of course it was because... <laughs> but, they, come on. But it's an of important course hair. it was because they were saying negative things about you. Let me say... If they were calling you a great guy, you wouldn't have felt bad. So, Nobody absolutely, would. absolutely. But that's, not, that's, that's still only partially. If uh, your wife's name is Christina, if she was talking about you and say... Yeah, Steph doesn't always clean the bathroom to someone, and you don't always clean the bathroom, and and it's nobody, and and you know you, you you aren't offended or anything, you know, because you know you don't clean the bathroom. She has no problem saying that to you. It's not some big private issue or something like that. No big deal. Okay, you totally understand it. You empathize with it. If she said, Steph isn't a very good lover to someone, you would be hurt. Not if it maybe it's true, and even if if she said that to her psychologist or she said something. Something, even if it was okay, you would be hurt. Why? Because why didn't she come to you? Why didn't she say it to you? That's but this why my you would wife. be hurt. These are anonymous people on the internet. These two, I mean, you can't equate these two relationships in any way, shape, or form. They're, they're, they're not the even is? close, right? That's like saying, well, what if the guy at the grocery store thinks I have a bad haircut? I mean, I mean Absolutely, but th that's how you, you establish a rapport with people is by being honest with them and their perceptions and trusting me to handle the advice until I prove that, that, uh, that I'm not worthy of hearing the truth because I'm, I'm manipulative, I'm evil, and I'm everything else. And so, yes, these are anonymous people. They don't necessarily have a certain sort of allegiance to me. However, I was hoping to start becoming possibly friends with people in the, uh, in the boards and, and in the chat room because I started enjoying some of the conversations. And I'm telling and you how to somewhere. do that if you want it. If you want it, I'm telling you. Look, I mean, I'm at the core of this community. God help me, right? So I'm telling you, if you want to make friends with people at FDR, if you want to do it, you don't have to, and right? If you want to do it, then you have to raise your standards in terms of like not have this loosey-goosey just opinion thing. That's great for 99% of your life and so on, but when it comes to making truth statements about philosophical realities, it's just not going to work. Right? I, I'm I would like to have to do it, right? But you don't want that. I understand, right? but, but now I feel like we just changed issues. Instead, instead of uh, confirming the... No, well, it's the same claim, issue. The reason, that, that the reason that they were, the reason that they were saying he seems a bit dodgy, is exactly what we're talking about. Then why could they not? Why has no one said that to me until you did just now? Because no they know exactly what's going to happen, which is exactly what's been happening for the last hour. Which is you're going to explain and you're going to change the topic and you're going to change the story and you're Have going to yes and you're going to yes. I'm telling I you. I swear I I'm don't. I'm telling see. you that that you, they know. If you want to know why people are doing what they're doing, the first person you have to look at is yourself, not them and how bad. Absolutely, they are. absolutely. I'm so willing to look at myself. No, I, you're I really not am. willing to look at yourself because then I'm telling you, I don't see it. I this really, I so want, want to, to see talk it, to you about this. The reason they don't want to say you're dodgy is because you make their head spin. Because you're incredibly verbal, you're incredibly gifted verbally, and you're an amazing speaker. That's why I'm putting the time in here, right? I don't call everybody I have a problem with, right? Because yeah. you have no. these incredible gifts of language, and you are a very rapid speaker, and your language gifts are extraordinary. And you yeah. can make people's heads spin like that <laughs> demon in the Poltergeist movie, right? You I, really I, I understand. Right? But, so but, the reason that people don't want to say, you seem kind of dodgy, is because you're going to take them on this carousel, right? And they're going to get nauseous and they're going to want to get off and they don't feel like they're going to get anywhere. I always believed that when people have discourse in something, that you share your ideas on it, you criticize each other's ideas on it, 
and you both, uh, one of you or both of you, come to a better understanding of the world when the conversation is finished. That is um, my approach to talking in the chat rooms or, or making a thread or even making a video on YouTube is I want to put my ideas out there, listen to other people's ideas, have people refine my ideas, tell me why I'm wrong. I'm always willing to listen why I'm wrong. You've already proved me wrong in many of your podcasts and videos. I had different perceptions of yes, different things. Yes, but about this issue, you've given nothing. But, but, I, but that's the thing. I would give something if I knew what to give and if I knew why to give it. Um, I, but this is what, like, to me, I see so much evidence that, like, maybe I'm psychologically dodging it and I can't see it because I have defense mechanisms. I'm absolutely willing to see that. But then to me, I want to know my defense mechanisms because right now you're saying I'm dodgy. But if I was to agree with you, the only way I could agree with you is by saying, well, Stefan's smarter than me and not understand why because I don't understand why. And therefore, to me, for me to agree with you right now, I would be neglecting my own intelligence. And I, I can't do that. I so want to know. We can psychoanalyze me, tell me how anything happened, why I can't see it, why. And I would love to go in that conversation. But right now, I, I can't see that. I, because to me, I can tell you why the situations are different. And I could say how exactly why and and i believe i actually been totally consistent just partly misunderstood during this conversation and therefore to me i'm feeling like kind of i feel attacked i'm not saying that you're attacking maybe it's you know this false self saying you're getting close to me you know or something i don't know that's my hand on your leg right, <laughs> right. <laughs> look I, I look just, the, I, the thing the thing i think to do is look i mean this is the beauty as you know i obsessively record everything which doesn't mean anything other than you have access to this conversation right so my suggestion would be um, have a listen and you may say, well, Steph's totally full of shit. <laughs> it must have been late and maybe he'd been drinking. Who knows, right? Uh, in which case, no, no harm, no foul. We had a conversation where we had an interesting exchange of ideas and I certainly have appreciated it. And you found out that I have a blindness or weak spot when it comes to looking at, at you, right? Uh, or you may listen to this conversation and say, you know, my head's spinning a little bit too, and I can sort of see why he, you know, and, and when it comes to listening to these kinds of conversations, in my experience, right, having gone through like years of therapy and having a wife who's a, who practices psychology very well, my sort of experience has been that um, it's almost like a logic tree, like the way that I break down conversations which don't go well is I sort of, if I've got them recorded, right, is I sort of go, okay, well, this point was made. Right. So, you know, A is A. Right. And then if five minutes later, the opposite point is made without reflection. OK, well, there's where it kind of went awry. Like there's a way of breaking down these conversations so that you can look at the premises that are put forward and look at the positions that are taken. And um, and of course, the other thing is, is whether or not you get into frustrating conversations with other people in your life. Right. I mean. I don't, generally. Uh, it does happen sometimes. Uh, I have found this to be <laughs> a little frustrating, as I'm sure you have as well. But um, uh, if you find that you get into these kinds of conflicts, uh, or not conflicts exactly, but where you feel like you've been talking for a long time but haven't really gotten anywhere, does that happen anywhere else in your life, or is it just talk? Not in my life. It did, like, when I was in public school. I never had teachers that liked me. Um, I had some, but um, I have all my friends. I never get in frustrating conversations. Everyone I surround myself with, I don't. Um, and they're not weak people. They're kind of pretty strong, opinionated people. I don't get in conversations like this. I, but like I said, with uh, 
teachers I used to because I think I did exactly what I'm what you're claiming I did with my teachers growing up in school that I have no problem, even in you know, third, second, first grade, is, in fact, this is what I was even thinking during our conversation, because I was thinking about making a video about this in particular, is that, um, to me, challenging everyone's ideas is very important, and therefore, um, stating your opinion, so when I was in, you know, third grade and all through school, and if I said, well, I believe this, the teacher would get offended that I'm contradicting what they believe, and therefore, but then I had some good teachers that always appreciated me chiming in with my ideas, and or if I disagreed with them, they'd go through it and say I, why I was wrong. And I, I like to believe I encourage that sort of discourse in my classes and everything else. And so what I feel is that um, I, I'm obviously, in fact, probably the most logical person I've ever met in life um, that I've had the most respect for is you. Um, however, to me, um, like I feel like the same circle as with like the bad teachers is happening that like I say my own ideas and then they get offended for whatever reason I'm, I'm not trying to say anything um, by but I, I'm trying to defend the method of debate that I believe in and trying to figure out if I'm wrong in my method of debate then I'm, I'm willing to hear that I'm wrong but I feel I, I feel my methods a pretty solid method um, and that, that's, and, and therefore I want to know how it's wrong. And I don't feel like you've shown me why it's wrong. All I feel is like you said, well, you're wrong. And this is why, and I, and while I believe I understood what you said, it didn't make the, the logical conclusion. And it, it didn't click anywhere. It wasn't like, well, this is why you're wrong, Aaron, XXXXXX. When, um, to me, I believe the system I'm using is exactly the same system used by people naturally, epistemologically, um, from childhood onwards. And that's why I talked about the book How Children Learn by John Holt is because that's the same system children use growing up is the one that I'm advocating. Um, and so, you know, I feel kind of like, gosh, you know, I really, I respect this guy. I would love to have kind of a logical discourse and relationship with him. But obviously we can't if he, if he doesn't respect the way I debate. But maybe I'm wrong, you know, because I'm so willing to listen to the, that the, the way I, I discuss things is wrong. Um, but in a way, like, I feel like the way I discuss things is exactly the way you discuss things. And, and almost everyone in this world discusses things. I just am always willing to say I, I trust my mind to figure out the information, and most people, I guess, aren't. I, I don't know. Or maybe, like, you believe that a conversation like that we're having, we're allowed to just throw out our ideas, but since I posted it on YouTube, that's like a publication, so I need to be more like a newspaper in that case, when I viewed it more like it's just a conversation just like we're having now, um, that I could just throw out my perceptions and people can criticize me and I could say I'm wrong. And so, therefore, I don't see how I'm contradicting myself, but, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't think I'm irrational, but I'm so willing to say I am if I can see it. Well, I mean, if, it, if, if your relationships are working for you and so on, then we can just look at this as a, you know, a late night misunderstanding and that's fine, right? I mean, I certainly, not. certainly you shouldn't it's agree not. with me. You shouldn't agree with me because I'm saying anything, right? I mean, that would yeah, not no. be at all, it, 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 it's not just this conversation because you very well might be right and I have had this problem in my life I don't in any of my relationships but I have had this problem in my life before uh, but to me I always affiliated it that people don't like to be challenged and when people are I'm not saying you but when people are questioned they get very defensive and I've always been a person to 
kind of accept reality and, and push along no matter what, and therefore I affiliated it to that. Maybe I was wrong for affiliating it to that, and um, I don't think the people in my life are doormats and willing to put up with it, but I think they understand my debate style and, and, and respect it, and I've always been empathetic and understanding of other people's ideas, and so they've respected that. And so, therefore, you know, um, when I, you know, made that video, it's not that I'm trying to, it's me saying, hey, this is my idea. What do you guys think? And if people think differently, great. Tell me. I want to hear. This is what I, I did it for. That's why I made the video, is to hear what I, why I'm wrong or to hear why I'm right and have approval and, and so I can expand on that idea and make it further. But if I have to, but that's part of the research to me is making these videos and putting up threads and talking to you now. That is the research to grow. If I need to research before I do the research to grow, that seems like an inefficient use of time. That's like a little kid going to the dictionary every time he needs to learn a new word. Instead of experimenting with the word, seeing how people react to the word, and then changing his vocabulary based off of how other people are uh, treating his word, you know. And therefore, when I use these ideas, and now I'm, I'm kind of said that I'm a relativist because the, the ideas that I'm saying are are contradicting. I, I don't see that as a as a, a real. I, I don't see the moral contradiction. Because okay. to me, if they would have said it to me, I would have had no problems. Or if they would have said it behind my back but had no problem saying it to me. I, but my moral problem was that I, didn't, I felt that they would have had a problem saying it to me. That is the problem that I feel, and therefore I consider it gossip rather than intellectual debate. Right, and, and, and I so... Sorry to interrupt you, you, you. Hang on, hang on. Okay, come on. You can't have more than five minutes, right? Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, but but basically, what you've what you've got is you've got exactly the same as when we started, right? Your perspectives and your opinions are exactly the same uh, as when we started, and that's totally fine. That just means that this is what you believe, and that either you don't need to make a change uh, in terms of of this feedback that I'm giving you, which is totally fine, um, or you do need to make a change. But I'm the person who's never going to be able <laughs> who's never going to be able to convince you, right? And that's fine too, right? Because I mean, if after sort of an hour and a half you have uh, exactly the same opinions as when we first started talking, then clearly whatever I'm doing is not working. So that's totally fine. I mean, because maybe yeah. I'm doing the wrong thing, and that's that's totally I, fine. I want to. I I want. I truly, in fact, like I so want to understand why I'm wrong in such a deep, profound but you way. Might, no, I no can, you're, you're not wrong because you have the same opinions yeah. that you started with, right? So for you, at least, right? I mean, you're not wrong, and you feel uh, the same as as or feel and think the same as when we started talking. And that's fine, right? I mean, I, I have a different opinion, but whatever my opinion is, I, I can't convince you of or, or make the whatever. Do you believe your opinion's fine, right? right? I'm sorry? Do you believe your opinion's correct? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, of course I do, but that doesn't – And in fact, the, the conversation as it has gone has only confirmed my, my initial uh, opinion. But that doesn't mean that I'm right. That just means that I – Do you believe I'm, I have a psychological block and I'm not willing to address my own problems? No, no, no. I don't believe that you're not willing to address your own problems. I think that if you could snap your fingers and address your own problems, you would. And okay. I don't think that your problems are terrible or, you know, we all have them, right? And we all need feedback from other people, right? This is why this conversation and this community is so important because we're all giving each other a feedback that is, I think, essential. Because it's very hard, it's very hard to step out of ourselves and see ourselves. So, then uh, so I will so, encourage to, for people... Because I don't believe my opinion or, or why I believe I'm right has has been has been told why it was wrong, and so I would love anyone in the world to 
tell me why I'm wrong. And therefore, like Nathan, if he thinks I'm a shady guy, please tell me, I think you're a shady guy because of XXX. I'll put out my theories of why I did that. Oh, I guarantee, sorry, uh, look, I'm, I guarantee you that's not going to happen. I can absolutely guarantee you that, um, I mean, I would really like to release this as a podcast because I think that our conversation has been really fascinating. And it may be with people saying, that Aaron guy is totally spot on and I don't know what the hell Steph is talking about. Or there might be you know, somebody saying, well, Steph has some good points and maybe he's uh, defensive about it. Who knows, right? But anybody who, who hears this for sure is not going to bring this stuff up with you, right? I'd love to. If you do put this out as a podcast, everyone – my email address is Aaron0883 at AOL.com. And what's I'd your YouTube uh, your YouTube site? So you might as well put Same that thing. out. Well, Aaron, Aaron0883. Same as my free domain radio name. I so want to know why I'm wrong. Maybe I look delusional with people looking at this. I would so love to hear why I'm wrong. I just don't see it. No problem. Well, listen, have yourself, a, have yourself a great night. I really do appreciate the chat. It was a lot of fun for me. I hope it was enjoyable for you. And the fact that I'm cool. certain doesn't mean anything, right? I mean, <laughs> just my certainty. I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm no force of nature. So, uh, so thanks again for the chat. Uh, I, I will send you, you a copy of this. And if you're okay with, the, with me putting it out, I would appreciate that. Wonderful. Feel free. Thanks, man. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, my goodness.